the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. And today, my dear friend, Alex Law, is back with us. Last week, he gave a powerful testimony. And today, he's going to explain how he applies the 12 steps to recovery to his life. Alex, welcome back. Thanks, Terry. It's a pleasure to be here again. Uh, I uh, started out with the steps. Uh, I was invited to join a group, uh, Celebrate Recovery, and uh, I had a friend who I did some prison ministry with who invited me to join. I had no idea what the steps were. You know, I thought I had all the answers anyways. You know, I was a Christian for so long. Who's going to tell me what I need to know? But as I got involved and I was willing to look at these steps and work them myself. And I seen some of the things in my life that needed corrected because they were buried. And uh, I, I knew that uh, I, I was like a, a, a duck out of water, you know, I was stuck. But I participated and I had a willingness and, and I knew at times my life was unmanageable and out of control, even as a Christian. That's step one. Step one. Right? Right. You admitted you were powerless. You couldn't do this on your own, and and your life was unmanageable. And uh, I I knew I had a higher power through Jesus Christ. uh, But a lot of things didn't add up. You know, I I just don't – I can't – I couldn't figure it out, but I knew that I needed more of a higher power. And that was uh, something that I knew way deep down in my heart as I walked as a Christian in churches and, and around people that were in Christ. What about step two? Step two is we the higher power. We believe that God could restore us to sanity. Absolutely. Uh, he did, and he will. And, and as time went on, and I'll get along with that a little further along, that I had seen people come in and get help, and I could see the change in their life. And they went from a, a frown to a smile. And I knew that there was just things in these steps that can, can do something for somebody else. I'm glad you said that because I've often shared – that would help me was when I would go to meetings and see people that were restored to sanity, mm. it gave me hope, right? Absolutely. You know, Terry, I would hear testimonies. Uh, I heard a testimony uh, a fellow shared with me about a girl that jumped off a bridge wanted to commit suicide. And when she hit the water, <laughs> somebody was there in, her, in the water with her. Oh, my. Telling her to keep keep swimming, keep Keep swimming, keep swimming. Well, at the end of it, she came to the shore, and she didn't commit suicide, and she looked for that person, and it wasn't there. It was the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. It had to have been God do that. But you hear stories like that, and you see how God moves, and the testimonies of people in the, in the different meetings that will share their life. It just brings faith and hope in my life, and I'm 
Go ahead. And I, I, I was always excited to go to a meeting and 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 uh, share my own word, my own testimony, and and it would improve things for me as I would share it to people. And often people would thank me for it. And I'd go to a speaker meeting and I'd hear more stories and more more proof, you know. And and places like AA, they don't they don't publicize. They're they're not shooting out there on the TV to come join them. I mean, but they're they're an organization been going on for a thousand years. AA and NA saved my life. Absolutely. But Jesus saved my soul. There you go. That takes us to step three: that we decide, made a decision to turn our life over to God. Absolutely. Who was your God? Yeah. <laughs> well, my God was what I wanted. You know, I want this. I want a new car. I want a better house. I want better clothes. Got into extreme debt to get things that I wanted, and it really didn't make any matter what I had because God wanted me, and he brought all satisfaction to me in step three for sure. And that's Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Now that uh, I took a a step four class, and uh, I had a a form letter that you filled out. Well, what is step four? That we take a moral inventory. And moral inventory, absolutely. And and as I took a moral inventory, man, things were popping up that I did and people that I hated and people that I couldn't stand. I mean, brothers and sisters of Christians that I had no use for. And that brought me to an understanding that I'm not the one that should be doing that. You know, I should be changing and asking God to change my heart about it. But uh, step four is revealing. Uh, I I had a willingness to enter in on it, and I had uh, good teachers that proved that they were worth teaching it, and they knew what they were talking about. I've often shared that step four, we use a pen like a surgical scalpel, and we write on paper, and what we're writing is we're discovering the root causes of the disease, of what caused us to fall into this abyss. Would you you agree? Terry, that's so true. I would go to pastors and I would explain how much I hated a person, and the pastor would say, "Well, you have to resolve this." Well, I'd walk out of the session and say, well, "How do I resolve it? I mean, what do I do to resolve it?" Well, doesn't that take us to step five? Confession. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a lot to confess, and I never knew it was so buried in me that I, it was uh, amounts of things that were so hidden in my heart. That uh, once I I got to that point and confessed it, I I felt a freedom. And I know that uh, it's just uh, these steps are miracle-working steps. I mean, they they produce what what it says it's going to produce. Sometimes it's hidden. Uh, I think the willingness and the confession part opens the door wider for you to walk through. And that door that we walk through takes us to step six and seven, that we ask God to remove these defects of character, right. the right. sins in our life, we're entirely ready for God to change us. Am I right with Absolute. six and seven? A- absolutely. And, you know, I prayed recently to uh, ask God to ha- help me mature, give me wisdom and maturity. And I spoke to a pastor that I know, and he said, God will answer that prayer. Amen. And he sure did because things are popping up that are uncomfortable for me. But I have to yield to God and, and, and face the facts that that's where I'm at right now. But I'm looking forward for more maturity and, and more wisdom to speak and do things for God. What about step eight? We have a, a pen in hand, and now what? We make a list of all these people we've harmed? <laughs> yeah, I made some amendses, uh, and sometimes uh, uh, I, I – uh, I did something with a friend of mine's girlfriend, and I didn't know she was his girlfriend. Now, I never did nothing sexually, but but I was interested in her, and I, and I showed forth. And uh, 
I didn't know that that was her girl, his girlfriend. So I knew I had to make amends to him. And you know what, Terry? I, every time I went to the baker shop, he was there. And I felt like a trap rat. I said, man, I got to do this. This is hard, but I'm going to do it. I said, you know, Larry, I apologize for, for seeing your girlfriend. I didn't know she was your girlfriend. And he turned and looked at me and says, hey, let bygones be bygones. And, you know, that was such a relief. But some other amends I made, the people weren't happy with it, and they were confused because they don't understand the steps. But I still made it. I still confessed to myself, to the person I, I felt hatred towards, that I hated him, and I wanted to apologize for being something over the years. Well said. Step eight, we write down all the people we harmed, right? Step nine, we become willing to make amends, right? Amen except if it would injure them. But what we're doing with step nine, even though, and, and, and I'm glad you said that, most people will understand that we were sick puppies in our addiction. Yeah, absolutely. But even if they won't forgive us, we are cleaning our side of the street, right? Absolutely. And that was, that was important for me because I had a better understanding from the very beginning of step one on through. It's a uh, quite a relief to, to to have understanding and live in it because there's a peace that's unspeakable, you know. It's God's peace and it, it comes from heaven, and the Holy Spirit just continues to guide me into these things. And sometimes they're unpleasant. Sometimes I have to, to shut up and don't say nothing to nobody. That takes us to step ten: that we continually take a moral inventory of our lives, and if we're wrong. We promptly admit it, right? Absolutely, yeah. Our inventory never stops, right? Right, that's right. It does. And it continues, and it, it shows forth uh, uh, just our flesh, and we're sinners, and we're always going to be sinners, but we're under God's grace and salvation. And because of the blood of Jesus shedding for our sins, we're forgiven. And we keep working this program. We keep working the, uh, the steps, and we keep thinking about people that need our help. And it's just amazing how if you're if you're patient enough and you and you and you let that selfishness go, God will use He'll use you anywhere you go. You know, giving someone a ride, buying someone a coffee, saying hello, saying hey, I hope you come. I hope to see you next week. You know, stuff like that all means something to people. Speaking of selfishness, that takes us to step eleven: mm-hmm. that we rid ourselves of being self-centered, self-will by praying to God to seek his will mm-hmm. and the power to carry that out. Am I right? Absolutely. We pray yeah. for God. We want to do his will, not our will. Yes, that's right. And you know, you, and then you go into step 12, there's an opportunity to have an, a spiritual experience and, and share it with others that need it and, and to do little tasks. Uh, I mentioned my friend Joe who does little, he does tasks everywhere you turn. He's always doing something for someone. It's always quietly. <laughs> I think that's what really impresses me about him, that he never stands up on a, a pulpit and says, hey, I did this, I did that. He's just real quiet about everything. He's a friend's friend, and and I know he put he God put him in my life, and I really appreciate that. And even people I meet along the way that have been in the program for a while, they may struggle, but, you know, it's not my judgment. You know, I'm just to do what the 12 Step says. I had a spiritual experience. And that's what you're doing right now. Folks, Alex is doing the 12th step, which is having had a spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. as a result of all the other 11 principles, 
We carry the message. And that's what Alex is doing today. He's carrying the message for you. Alex, we're running out of time. We are. Give these people a hope shot. I got baptized, and I said in my baptism, if God can forgive me, he can forgive anyone. Thank you. That's a powerful ending. Hmm. Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. Well, you'll be on again in the near future. (laughs) All right, folks. These past several weeks, we've introduced all 12 steps. And before we rewind to the introduction of step one once more, I want to introduce and discuss one of the sayings we have in the recovery program. That recovery is for people who want it, not for people who need it. And why is that that those that need rescue from the bondage of addiction really don't want it? We're going to learn more about this next week. And I want you to reference 1 Corinthians 10, verses 1 through 13. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.